days, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. We were going to bring you guys a kid's Halloween show, and we just seem to have trouble getting all the kids together at the same place. I don't know about go you fig- guys. <laughs> Do what, Phil? It's like, go figure. And they're like herding cats. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know about you guys, but we we had a pouring, a pouring rainstorm Halloween night, and I took them trick-or-treating with umbrellas. And oh, fun. there were so few people out trick-or-treating that each house we went to, they were throwing like literally a bag of candy into their uh, into their baskets. So... I think they're all still pretty much on a sugar high, and I can't round them up. So hope, hopefully we will bring you guys a kid's uh, show. And actually, we got a little announcement about that, Brian, moving forward, right? Yeah, we're um, – because the show is going to come out late, it's not going to be a Halloween kids show. I think we're going to try to start a little series. It's going to – every now and then we'll have the kids on, and we're going to introduce them to new horror movies. And basically, you're going to get their point of view from watching them. So um, look for those to come out real soon. Yes. So really, really bad parenting. Yeah. And <laughs> or, or it depends on how you look at it. It could be really good parenting. All right. Well, tonight we're going we're gonna to bring you guys, uh, and it is going to be a spoiler-filled episode like we did with the three new movies when we did uh, Leatherface, uh, Cult of Chucky. Boo. And what was the third one? <laughs> Uh, uh, Gerald's game. Gerald's game. Oh, yeah. Chucky, obviously far and away the best of the three. That's not what I heard. <laughs> so we're going to do full spoilers here, folks, and bring you guys a couple of new movies that you might want to check out. One of which is not only on Netflix, but it's a Netflix original. And the other, where, uh, where is where's the other one available, Brian? Um, anywhere you VOD, iTunes, anywhere you rent movies, it is currently available. Okay, and that movie is the first one we're going to cover. It's called Better Watch Out, and yeah. it was uh, directed by uh, Chris Peckover. And the only other thing I could find that he did was something called Undocumented. Is this guy like a Trump supporter or what? I've never heard of this guy before, <laughs> so I don't know. Huh. Well, he wrote the screenplay, and he wrote it with a, a guy named Zach Kahn. And this dude's like pure comedy. He wrote uh, Joe, Joe D'Arte 2 and uh, some <laughs> episodes of Mad TV, apparently. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I guess that's their claim to fame. Um, had you guys heard too much about this? I know, I know we saw the, uh, the trailer, but had you, heard, you guys heard anything else about it besides this? Um, before we seen the trailer, I had heard it, it used to be titled a uh, safe neighborhood and it was, okay. um, it was making it a, a Christmas a, movie. Yes. It's a Still? Christmas okay. horror comedy. Okay. Right. And it was being 
um, shopped around the festival circuits, the different uh, convention, whatever, you know, whatever those are. And uh, it was getting a lot of uh, word of mouth. So, mm-hmm. And then uh, the trailer came out and we reviewed the trailer and it kind of had a Home Alone vibe to it. Right. Yeah, I wasn't sure what to think about this one. You know, it, it looked just from the trailer like it was definitely comedy horror, but that can go either really right or really wrong. Really you know? wrong. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was betting on the second of those two, but Brian, <laughs> Brian has told me that this movie surprised him a little bit. Um, and I really can't even find too much trivia to go into, so we might as well just jump right into the movie, Brian. I think you're, you're the only one who saw it so far. Okay, um, the movie is basically um, this kid, He's he's got two parents, He's they kind of coddle him, you know, overprotect him. He's a bit of a, uh, a nerd. A little bit, little bit like another movie we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, um, very, that's that's why I asked if we compare these movies, because they go hand in hand. Yeah, um, interesting. As soon as I remembered which one this was, it made sense. Okay. Yeah, he's um, really into his babysitter. A, a little too much and she's coming over <laughs> and is there um, ever really a little too much when you're into your babysitter <laughs> i think not <laughs> um basically uh how the night goes uh the parents leave um stuff starts happening you uh you start to think people are trying to get into the house mm-hmm. and um it com- uh it turns out that the kid has set all this up to impress oh. the girl. Whoa! No shit. Yes, he has set this up with his friend. Kind of like a your to, ne- your next vibe, huh? Yeah, but in in order, he thought if he'd set this up, she'd kind of you know he'd protect her and she'd kind of be into him more. And that wasn't the case. And this kid, all of a sudden, this is where the twist comes. This kid turns into a complete fucking psycho. And you think he, after he and, set all this shit up, <laughs> and you got you got boyfriend sh- you got a boyfriend showing up that he gets killed through. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm because you guys haven't seen it. I'm not going to go 100 percent spoiler, but okay. This 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 little kid by the end of this movie, you fucking hate this little kid. He is that demented, that troubled, and I I totally. See, this, this movie's got a little bit of Home Alone in it with, with some of the stuff that's set up throughout the house. Mm-hmm. But it it it's like you said, Philip, it, horror comedies can go bad or go good. This one went completely good for me. And yeah. oh, cool. it was the, it was the, the kids. I believe his name is uh, Levi Miller. Okay. He, he oh, up not to be confused with Zachary Levi, huh? No, not a Shazam. Uh, but um. <laughs> My wife watched this one with me, and she was just she hated this little boy. She really did. Oh and wow! Yeah. Did it she go more it. like serious towards the end? Um. Yes and no. It's, uh, his performance like was more. Yeah, he, some of the stuff he was doing. Um, the dude from Stranger Things shows up in this. Which as, one? Uh, one of the one, No. Uh, hold on. Uh. He's one of the new characters. Billy? Oh, the one that has the little sister. Yeah. Okay. You know oh, that guy. Philip? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dig Jugs. Uh, 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 the, uh, the Judd Nelson lookalike? Mad Max. Yeah, Mad yeah. Max's big brother. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the ex-boyfriend. He shows up, okay. and he he gets dispatched of pretty wait easily. A minute, wait a minute. It, before, 
before you guys go on, I hate to interrupt, but um, you said Judd Nelson look alike. Yeah. Ironically, uh, Patrick sent us a, Patrick sent us a message that said that he thought that this kid would play a good young Tony Stark. Oh, I don't know. Uh, see that the one from Stranger Things? Yeah, the new the new kid. The the. Tough uh, guy. Uh, I've seen some pictures of him with shorter hair, and I kind of see yeah, at this point. He was also in the new Power Rangers movie. Ah, what was he? was the uh, Red Ranger. Somewhere. He was the Red Ranger. Oh, Jesus. Hey, that was a good movie. I'm glad I didn't see him there. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, it's it does it, it gets a little serious, but it stays in that comedy realm with the contraptions he sets up the little, you know, d- different things throughout the movie. Sure. It, do- right. it doesn't, it doesn't go one way or the other too much. It kind of stays, you know, it's a horror comedy and it stays uh, there. Okay, cool. So you know what they should have done? What would have been cool if they yeah. go like, uh, almost pure comedy for the first half of the movie until he switches to psycho. And then it goes like straight horror. Ah, I'd- yeah. Could be interesting. <laughs> And his parents were pure gold in this, I thought. They were played by uh, Virginia Madsen and uh, Patrick Warburton. Ah, okay. They're completely clueless to how their son truly is. Wow. And um, and from okay, from where I left off, the the reason why he's setting up all these kill- deaths and stuff is because she is basically she's not into him like that. She's gonna tell what he's done so he had he already has this elaborate plan on blaming her for the deaths of her boyfriend and her ex-boyfriend he's already pre-set all this up with his friend wow which the friend is of course the typical i'm just gonna go along with him because that's my best friend even though he kind of talks to him like he's not shit and and um Without really, yeah, spoiling, I've probably spoiled the movie enough for you guys. Overall, this movie surprised me. I One of the subgenres of horror I, I'd love is a good horror comedy, and this one just kind of hit the right marks with me. And I might, I might add this to my Christmas rotation. That's really? how much I like this. Yes. Cool. I want to check it out now. Man. I really do. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll check it out for sure, right, Phil? Um, yeah, absolutely. Rating, I would probably give it. I'm kind of bouncing between a seven and a half and an eight. Okay. And another another good point for the movie is my wife liked this movie, and I always I always use her in horror movies to gauge like a rating because she does not she hates horror movies. She does yes, not like watching yeah, them. As does mine. But she, I put this on, and I told her what it was, and she gave me that look like seriously, you put this on. <laughs> she watched the whole thing and was right. into it and like I said by the cool. end she was like hating this the lead kid and was was wanting something to happen to him and so I'm a I'm a I, you know what fuck it I'll give it an 8 out of 10 I, I really nice. enjoyed this movie very nice cool. alright all right. well you got us soul man um, it'd be a lot easier if it was on that it'd be a lot cooler if it was on Netflix but you know we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out <laughs> Speaking of Netflix, the uh, second movie we're going to talk about tonight, Brian's suggestion, is uh, The Babysitter that just came out, uh, a Netflix original film. 
The uh, director was McGee, and the only thing I know him for is Chuck, but Brian, you said he's done some movies, huh? What was that? Uh, Mac G. Uh, I know him for the TV show Chuck. I only know him from Terminator Salvation. Ah, oh. okay. Which and, uh, not, a, not a lot of people like that Terminator. Well, it was written by uh, Brian Duffield, and if you don't recognize that name, there's probably a good reason. Because I think the only other thing he's written was the uh, screenplay for Insurgent. <laughs> oh. One of those uh, teeny bopper, uh, preteen type uh, movies yeah, based yeah, on a yeah, book no. or something like that. Oh, I, oh gotcha, I gotcha. I've seen Insurgent. the first one. <laughs> I think it... I think I think the first, I think, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, man. Uh, I think the first one was Divergent or something. Yes. Yeah. Makes okay. sense. Yeah, right. that's why. See, I don't know that I don't like. I don't know that I like that they changed all the names for those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, up well, and coming people though. It's definitely a smaller budget movie. Yeah, yeah. it is. And here, here's something interesting with the trivia. Um, you, you guys remember that movie we did with uh, Blake Lively in it, where the shark was after her? I, I think I think one of us had it on our top five of the year last year. W- which movie was that? Uh, the shallows. shallows yeah. Okay, the shallow. Yeah, the, I remember the shallows was on the blacklist, which was like the movies that were you know basically or the black the blacklist is the movies of the you know most liked by critics that read it that should have been made but weren't made that particular year. Mm-hmm. So this was actually also a blacklist movie from 2014. So that's kind of interesting. Oh. Um, yeah, I also heard. Um, uh, through the what was what's that podcast? Shockwaves. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ryan Turk. He works over at Blumhouse. Um, I think he said that they wanted this movie. They yep. Blumhouse wanted to put this out, but it just didn't. It didn't quite work out. So, well, they were it, interested in the movie. You know what? I have Netflix, so I'm so I'm happy <laughs> that it, that it yeah. ended up there. Um, and and I guess I guess you guys all know that when Robbie Amell, you know Arrow's brother. Uh, yep. Makes a Friday the Thirteenth reference when he goes ch- 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 ha, 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 when <laughs> yeah. he's uh, chasing our our hero around the tree, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which also, if if, if any of you uh, listeners check out Horrorcopia, which is uh, Jesse and Alan's podcast, they've got that on their on their main page. Have you have you noticed that? Yeah. Oh, the Jason sound. Yeah, Jay, uh, it's a picture of yeah. Jason. What does it say? Like, man, that's creepy or something like that, Brian? I think so. <laughs> it's kind of cheesy, but it but it works, guys. Horror ro- royalty, <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth, for sure. All right, who want who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first on this one. Uh, this is an and, and I, I kind of wanted to ask you about uh, how you would compare the two because they do seem super similar. Um, definitely a horror comedy. Uh, this one surprised me. Like I didn't think from the preview that I was really gonna right. like it. I mean, it looked kind of like Jeez. all right. I've had <laughs> enough of the teenage movies. Right. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. I think that they pulled it off. The funny parts were really funny and uh, and timed well with the horror stuff. So it never really took itself too seriously. Um, but I felt like the comedy was good enough to pull it off. And right. uh, I, it, it was had kind of a quirky indie feel to it. 
Um, uh, this could be like a cult classic, man. It was. It, I really enjoyed myself. I had a, I had a great time watching this movie. Yeah, and I, I think I think it's better. It came out on Netflix than like a yeah. theatrical release. You think so? I think so. Yeah. I think it, I think more people would have more people are watching it this way than I think it would have been the other way. And yes, I feel like it they get more respect this way. Yeah, and I think uh, the lead actress. Uh, that plays B is she's fucking fantastic in this movie. Oh, Samara yeah. Weaving. Yeah, uh, Hugo Weaving's niece. Yes, and she's super hot, man. Yeah, and um, I thought her comparing the two movies basically, she would kick the other babysitter's ass. Yeah, this uh, this this babysitter, but the, uh, but this kid would get his ass kicked by the other kid if if you compared okay. the two. So. I can I can believe that. <laughs> Um, but I I I kind of enjoyed this kid's performance. Judah Lewis, he yeah. played Cole. I, uh-huh. I enjoyed his performance. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh no, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, he did pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was just kind of meek and frail, and it's in, in the other movie. The parents kind of made it that way. Yeah. In this movie, in this movie, he is one hundred percent like he's he's soft to put it put in he's other a, he's terms. A, he's a little pussy, huh? Yeah, he's a kid, man. <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah, but I don't know. It's it, I I couldn't even believe that he was twelve because he kind of the way he acts kind of seems like he's young a little bit younger than twelve. Yeah. He does well, come off as younger. Yeah, that's because his parents fucking molly coddled him the whole time you know i mean god damn it how many 12 year olds have a fucking babysitter i remember when i was in fucking first grade and uh my i lived alone with my dad because our mom kind of like moved out on us and i was I, it was just me and dad and fucking i stayed i stayed home alone i remember coming home from school and uh, getting off the bus and watching the banana splits which was a you guys are way too young to remember that shit. But they had a theme song that was like na 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 na. Oh, that sounds familiar. They had that, and then they had uh, Gilligan's Island was always on after that, and then the Brady. Oh, gotta love that. So I was in fucking heaven, you know, hog heaven, getting to watch that shit and not not worrying about any parental supervision or anything. But uh, yeah, I guess that was a different time, but. This movie was set in present day, right? Yeah. I don't know if I'd mind having this kind of babysitter when I was 12. Oh, no shit. Holy <laughs> crap. She's hot. No, no, so cause, tell, cause tell she, us about that. She's hot. She, hold on. I was just going to say, she she's not only hot, but like you could talk to her about like nerdy, geeky things at the same time. Right. right? She's hot and she's cool. Yeah, because I, I like the whole scene <laughs> when they're doing their, their top five dream sci-fi dream team. Sure. And he would pick her. <laughs> oh wait! Yeah. <laughs> uh, what what did you guys think of the? Now. What did you guys think of uh, her her group of friends that was with her? Uh, it was a it was a it was a good selection of people, man. I mean, these are like your typical victims from a horror movie. Obviously, the poor black kid gets killed off first, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, that's a typical horror movie. It's, it's like an '80s or a '90s horror movie, you know. And then you got and then the, the you got the, the douchebag with no shirt. Yeah, the douchebag. <laughs> I thought he was fucking. I thought he was, he was hilarious. <laughs> I did too. I always loved him. I, I love that. It's in the trailer, but I, I still love that scene where the the kid wakes up and the first thing he says is, "Why doesn't he have a shirt on?" And oh, everybody's like, right, "That's right. that's the first thing you ask." 
That's he's my like, favorite. No. <laughs> no, seriously. Why doesn't he have a shirt, a shirt on? on? It's a reasonable but, question, you know? But I thought he his character was... I, I really liked his character. It was super weird because right. he, yeah. he, he he's not there because for any reason other than he wants to kill people. Mm-hmm. He's kind of cracked time, out. Yeah, but at the same time, he notices he notices this kid gets bullied, and he gives him a right. motivational speech like you need to you need to kick this bully's ass because this is America. Yeah, or, and then like, he starts he the up kid trying to kill him again. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's just there for the thrill of the whole thing. You, whoa, let's go! Ah, right? He's got hit he way too much cocaine. <laughs> then we got uh, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead, man. You're you're uh, what I'm about to say. Oh, uh, were you getting to Bella Thorne? Of course. <laughs> yeah, that was gonna be a nice question. What'd you think about Bella Thorne? She's you know, this is probably man. This is probably the the best thing I liked her in. What? Yeah. Because her whole her whole scene of getting shot in the boob. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and nobody's nobody's gonna want to titty fuck me no more or oh, wow. whatever she was <laughs> or motorboat me or something, whatever they were saying. Right. <laughs> and her whole stupid reason of doing this sacrifice was so she can be a uh what is it? A journalist or a something? Journal- a yeah, a journalist. Yeah. And the the kid was like, "Why don't you just become one? What, what, you're you're pretty hot. Why don't you just be one?" <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought she did a great job. She's definitely uh, hateable in this. I was I was ready mm-hmm. for her to get killed. <laughs> like yeah. when she came back to life after she got shot in the boob, I was like, "God damn it." <laughs> Well, she's uh, she's definitely a new one of the new hor- horror movies. She's a scream scream queen now officially. Oh, I guess so. Hey, just this year she was in uh, Amityville Awakening. Uh, she which was, was in, which was not that bad. That wasn't what great, heard, man. Wasn't great, but for it to be shelved that long, I I kind of don't understand what the problem was. Okay, well, she was also in Keep Watching. And mm-hmm. uh, Brian, near and dear to your heart, Boo a Medea Halloween. Oh, oh yeah, I did see her in that. <laughs> so there you go, Bella Thorne. We're calling it now one of the the new scream queens of our generation. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. All uh, right, you let's... guys, you guys ready for ratings, or you want to? No, I think overall, I I, I think it was it. It also stayed in that horror comedy lane. It didn't go one way or the other, and that's that's why I, I really had fun with both these movies. And they pair really nicely together mm-hmm. for for yeah. a good little double feature. Which one's better? Um, you know that's a hard question. I'm a go. Uh, <laughs> I think the overall movie I kind of like better. Watch out, but. Character-wise, uh, Samara Weaving as B mm-hmm. was yeah. probably better than best character out of both movies. So, uh, yeah, Just, that's really hard. That makes me want to check out Better Watch Out even more. Oh, yeah. Because I, I kind of love this, had, this movie. I, I had no desire to see Better Watch Out until uh, yeah. Brian told me about it. Yeah, it, it's really close. It's really close. Yeah? Yeah. All right, well, who's going first? Uh, I guess that was B, huh? Yep. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. What? I, I, I almost want to go higher, man. It's, what it's, the fuck, it's, dude? It's you must have really loved when he stole the douchebag dad's car at the end, huh? 
<laughs> that was fucking hilarious because I didn't think he was going to do that with the car. Right. I think it has a whole lot of rewatchability too. Like I, yes. I have no problem sitting down and watching this again right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'll uh, I'll definitely check it out again. Um, who, who who's next on the score, Ryan? Me or you? Uh, I'll go. Um, I'm also going to give this an eight. A lot of fun. Um, I'm interested to see Samara Weaving's uh, next movie, which is uh, Mayhem with uh, Glenn uh, from The Walking yes, Dead. Yes, that's right. Ba- basically looks like the Belko experiment. Right. But mm-hmm. off of her performance in this movie, I, I'm interested in checking out her movies. This I had a lot of fun with this. Definitely, people, it's on Netflix. You've got no excuse not mm-hmm. watching it. Yeah, I'll go pretty high on this one too, guys. I'll I'll give it a strong seven. And nice. uh, for a Netflix movie, that's really damn good. I I actually would have been super happy to see this one in the theater. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I I think it uh, I think it I think it will hold up. I don't know if like Phil said, it's going to be a cult classic, but uh, fuck, why not? I guess it could be. You know, I mean, I'm ready to go watch it again. So I guess that's a good indicator right there. So we got a what yeah. strong seven, seven and a half, and eight, right? Or no, seven, eight, and eight and a half. Yep. Yep. All right, we're all on board. So uh, thanks for listening to the bonus episode that we did, and uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. And until the horror returns again, good. I'd like to see Samara weaving naked, man. <laughs> <laughs>